Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor, looking beautiful in light blue there. I like the color combination. It was a big weekend, Andy. What do you want to start with? Do you want to talk about that World Series game last night that has a producer, Dan, pretty bummed out, that Cowboys winning without Dak Prescott, or the Jets ruining all the survivor pools? Yeah, a lot of exciting games. We went over a bunch of it last night uh, on on Sunday night, if you want a full hour of breaking down the Sunday. But the, the Jets one was pretty big, the Mike White game. And I'm, I'm in a weird spot with that because it's, like, not sustainable. They've got tape on him. You see this all the time where it's like, all right, the guy looks okay, and then and then they get some tape on him, they game plan for a specific quarterback, and, and he looks horrible again. But the Colts only have a few days to do it. Jets have to turn around and play on Thursday night. We have Mike White versus Carson Wentz Thursday night. We were just saying how we'd gotten to the good part of the Thursday night schedule. Not so fast, my friends. Not so fast. And uh, yes, the Minnesota Sports Talk Radio update. I'm kind of waiting for. Um, I'm waiting for the afternoon shows too. I really want to hear P, um, what uh, Barrero says this afternoon. I haven't listened to Sports Talk Radio in quite a while, but yeah, they. I'm sure. I'm sure it's just as rational as usual. Horrible, horrible game for them. And it was kind of, I guess, kind of predictable. Minnesota, without a, you know, when they have a small lead, they kind of turned into a very conservative team. So good on Cooper Rush, good on those, that team. They have so many skill position players around him. I guess it's it's a lot less surprising than like Mike White. Yeah, it's you don't have a lot of skill position players on the Jets, whereas the Cowboys have a bunch of good receivers, two good running backs, and it's and also a good line, a decent uh, play calling offense coordinator as well. So the fact that that happened, I guess, wasn't super surprising. That might be my luckiest. Um, Andy got the worst of the number by like five points win, which I will take the bank because i get bad losses all the time and this would be nice to to go back and look at otherwise the uh the series i didn't really watch the baseball game last night i guess bet the over that was that was, was um, in a bullpenage game it was a fun game to live bet if you were somebody of the mindset to go in and grab the astros and they were down for nothing they were like plus 450 and then you went back on the other side maybe grab some braves probably shouldn't have done that but i fell asleep andy knowing that uh, i was pretty solid on both sides it was a fairly fun baseball game again unless you're a braves fan there was a lot of hitting a lot of interesting moments and stretches of good pitching but overall the braves look kind of you know they got out to that four nothing lead and then it took really the foot off the gas if you will so we'll see how it goes you know they've, they've got a couple more chances here to close it out I, I don't know if that can maybe happen but that was pretty interesting it was hard to watch the baseball game with everything that was going on in that cowboys game what a what a funky weird game cooper rush um i'm trying to remember what the stat um our good buddy our boss reed put in there that uh he was the first quarterback since another central michigan quarterback to win their first start in prime time and throw for 300 yards and both of them played for the Cowboys and beat and beat the Vikings. It was a very, very, oh, they both beat the Vikings. Oh God. I think so too. So, all right. And before we get into the real sports, this is probably actually a more popular sport worldwide than the NBA will ever be, but England now from 550 to even money in another wild game in the cricket. I don't know if that's a pick or what. I just like I, how this guy always has cricket stuff to talk about. So, 
Cricket is um, it's pretty crazy. I have a buddy who's in the chat sometimes. You might see him, Zane. He's in there from time to time. Yeah. Uh, him and I may or may not have some New Zealand plus eight hundred plus eight hundred to win the Cricket World Cup. But it, from a live betting standpoint, Andy, it's wild to watch some of the moves and money lines. For those who don't know, the way cricket works, one team bats all at once, and the second team bats all at once. So you watch the money lines; they'll go anywhere from, like he said, even down to minus five fifty and back, depending on how many runs a team have put up, how many wickets and stuff kind of get moved around. There's a lot of moving pieces, but it's without a doubt the wildest live money line movement of any sport I've ever seen. Can you imagine that if like the the Braves got up and they got 27 outs and then after that the the Astros got to bat and they got 27 outs. That would like the that would really f with my head as far as the live money line. Yeah, I'm I'm out on cricket. That's too much for me. Let's talk NBA. Cricket's let's pretty fun. Let's, we'll let's make some someday. bets. It's just hard to watch, but yeah, we got got plenty of other stuff to cover. Maybe that's when we get to the doldrums of the year. But NBA, it moves on. Uh, One of the things that was nice to wake up to, Andy, was um, somehow the Rockets covered last night. (laughs) I went to bed. The Rockets were down like 25, and I woke up. They lost by 10. So whether you got the 11, whether you got the 10 and a half, way to go, boys. A bunch of games tonight, a bunch of angles. Um, this first one I feel terrible about. Um, I bet this late last night. The Bulls plus, I was actually able to get a little better than this. But I look at this game. They're playing the Celtics. You know, the reason I don't feel so good about it is a lot of smart people that we know in our NBA chat really like the Celtics tonight with Robert Williams coming back and Marcus Smart coming back. But I look at this, and it's hard for me to back the Celtics team. I look at my numbers. I look at somebody, you know, the closing market value things that we've had so far this year even when boston's at full strength and i really struggle to get this to be boston you know minus one and a half minus two where it is i have the bulls as a small favorite no matter how many adjustments i make they've been a really solid team top to bottom i've been astounded with how good their defense has been with some of those guards coming in so bulls plus 115 uh, it's you know it's a bet i made i feel pretty good about it but everybody's been telling me they like the celtics so not sure what to do there andy what do you think I just roll with it. It's the Bulls. They have I know you love lost the Bulls. one piece. It's still a 51 team. Let's go. Hawks minus five and a half. Uh, really like the matchup tonight for the Hawks. It's a team, again, very complete. The Hawks have been great this year. And you know, one of the things I will mention, you'll notice we're betting a couple favorites here. Favorites have done very, very well. The Hawks get the Wizards tonight. Uh, this is a team, as um, my buddy, uh, Hardwood Paroxysm, uh, Matt Moore from the Action Network, you might know him, calls us a duplex, playing this team twice in the same week. Uh, kind of like that term. That's interesting. Maybe I'll work on that. But, uh, you know, the Hawks lose the first game to the Wizards. Generally, those teams do very well on the back end. At the very least, it's a better rest spot here for the Hawks. I have them out to minus seven, almost seven and a half. So really like this five and a half here, given the rest angle for Washington and the fact that I expect everyone to play, but they're carrying a lot of nagging injuries at this point. So a really nice spot for them. The 76ers, my Philadelphia 76ers, laying five points against the Portland Trailblazers. The Trailblazers coming off a pretty rough loss last night to the Charlotte Hornets, then have to go make a quick trip up north to Philadelphia to face a Sixers team that is just really a poor matchup for them. You know, Dave Willard will probably have a solid game tonight. If there is a, an opportunity for him to snap out of the funk that he's in this year, it will be against the Sixers. They generally struggle against better guards like that. But overall, it should be a great night for Joel Embiid. I, I think Tobias Harris will put up quite a bit of points. It's And the depth and overall quality of the Sixers, you know, the Blazers, again, this is a back-to-back, a three-and-four spot for them. Uh, I have the Sixers out here, minus seven and a half, almost minus eight. So happy to lay the five there. 
And the Pacers, the Indiana Pacers, um, it's been a tough team to back. They're laying three points at home tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. Might be a letdown spot for the Spurs. Um, got a big win in their last road game. Have to come in here. I believe this is a three and four for them tonight. Um, thought about maybe laying the three again. A bunch of smart people that we know like laying the three. But I see more value here in this team total. 109 and a half. You should be able to find that. Most places there might be some cheaper 110 and a halfs. But poke around. I have the Pacers here at about 115 points tonight. The Spurs have been very good, but defensively have struggled. This is going to be a really tough matchup for them. If you're a DFS player, if you like props tonight, look at the Sabonis stuff. There really is not anybody on the Spurs team that's going to be able to slow down DeMonte Sabonis tonight. So like the Pacers quite a bit to put up a big number. If you want to lay the three points, that's fine too. But I see more value here in this team total. So we'll take the Bulls, lay the points with the Hawks and the Sixers, and take a over, which could be tough. Unders have been pretty good, but it's a team total over. So maybe the Pacers score a lot and the Spurs don't score at all. There has to be a there has to be a price adjustment for these unders. Like the unders are crushing right now. It's we talked about it in the chat quite a bit, and there have been some pricing adjustments. But I, I wonder if it's just like a cascading event. You know, we talked about. I mentioned you had the change in fouls plus the introduction of the crowd. As the market starts to react to that, the last three or four days we've had a bunch of injuries here overall. So. I think it's just taking a little bit long for all these different things that sort of, you know, it's like a snowball rolling downhill and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So we'll see what happens, but unders and favorites hitting it over 60% so far. Unders and favorites go together like spaghetti and tuna fish. I don't know. Like that's not <laughs> how it's supposed to work. Anyway, world series day off. No bet from me today. Been doing, it's been fun winning on baseball bets, especially when I'm, don't really actually know what I'm doing, but it's been nice. Um, I have some Braves to win the series. I'm going to just sit on that. I'm not a hedger. Never have, never will. Braves are minus 225 right now, plus 200 on the comeback for the Strohs. I've seen some people betting the Astros as a slight favorite in game six. I'm going to stay away from that one outside of maybe some totals or props. You can see the Astros money lines right around minus 120. Run line plus 155 total kind of has been, it's just like when you get into these NBA playoff series and like, Oh, this, the, the number is the same every, yeah. The, the total is like eight and a half every game. They're always going to be eight and a half. They haven't really had to make an adjustment. Might, uh, I might be looking at another over here just with, you know, the Atlantis pitcher on the road, maybe Garcia gets shelled a little again. I'm, I'm, I'm weighing my options, but I'll probably be on it over tomorrow. Nothing today. We'll talk about that. Maybe do a prize picks entry for it. Um, where in the wide world is tennis today? Tennis is all over the place. Um, the women have the Billie Jean King Cup. You may know that as the Fed Cup. They renamed it in honor of the woman that started the WTA, effectively, Miss Billie Jean King. Um, they uh, oh, So that's I wrapping up right about now. Of Virginia Slims. <laughs> oh come on now come on now it's monday we can't be starting the week with this kind of stuff that's fair, that's fair. That's there fair. are a couple smaller events though we have uh what i've called in the past the challenger tour the 125k they recently kind of rebranded a lot of the wta stuff i think they're trying to get more of this use of the challenger tour again Major League Baseball would be the WTA. AAA is kind of this level. You've got um, younger players fighting for ranking points. These are all players not chosen to represent their countries in the Billie Jean King Cup. 
a fairly talented field and a name you might recognize. Some of that we've backed quite a bit here it will be our underdog choice. Again, these are tough tournaments. The timing's tough. and There's not a lot of lines everywhere. So tennis picks will be a little sparse this week. But this is when you should be able to find. I found this at a few places. You can get this, I believe, as high as plus 380. Uh, but I'm seeing plus 350 or so in most places. I think plus 300 or better. Um, I have this right around plus 225. Tweak some stuff. I can get it up to plus 250, but not north of 3 to 1. Reese Brantmeyer playing Katie McNally. Brantmeyer has had a tough last week or so. She's lost her last three matches, but against competitive talent, you go back and look at those matches. I'm not necessarily upset at those losses. Katie McNally really having a down year. Struggled with some injuries, has played poorly when she has played. And as I look back again, is, is losing matches. So I'm not really sure. You take a look at that. Um, McNally is the bigger name, is the better ranking. But you start to look at some of the underlying data this season. For the year, Brant Meyer looks better. Recently, Brant Meyer looks better. You know, the level of competition is, isn't quite as high as what Katie McNally's faced. But I really struggle to see why she should be greater than a 3-1 to one underdog here in this situation. So happy to take Brant Meyer on the money line there, plus 340. And again, we'll try to be back with some more of these stuff. But just one for now. All right, that's fine. I'll watch this one, I think, watch. should be around 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, I think is the earliest start time for this. So I'd like some um, overnight stuff, but whatever. you know. I'll see if I can find something in some random country somewhere, Andy. I'll find you some, like, ITFW25 stuff that is only at one book. I'll be up real early. i got to get up <laughs> early for a flight. So, uh, The Yagantis play the Chiefs tonight in the football sport. We've got Monday Night Football, they call it. The Giants are getting 10 points at uh, at Arrowhead here. Total 52.5. I took this at over 52. This was bet down from 54. Once it got down to 52, I took some. I made the number north of 54 by a little bit. I still do. Still happy with that total. I'm going to be looking at a few different ways to maybe attack that during the game. I really, really, really don't think there's anything wrong with Kansas City's offense. I think it's just a couple game blip and we get right back on track here. Things are going to start working out in spades for them. And the Giants have been squirrely. Despite some injuries, they've made things work on offense. And the Kansas City defense is very, very broken. There are many things wrong with this. So totals a few points low for me. I took this tonight. Um, I don't know if I'm laying the 10, though. If you made me bet aside, I'm probably... I'm probably taking some value, even though like my my median outcome has them winning by like 13, 14. It just doesn't feel like a good time to be laying this many points with the Chiefs ever. So I I wouldn't bet the side with anyone's money right now. It's I a weird did. game. It's hard yeah. to figure out what this is going to be like. I mean, if it's the Chiefs, they could score 50 points. You know, I mean, the Giants defense is solid, but I don't think that there's any reason to think the Chiefs should be able to put a point. But at the same time, you know, Daniel Jones, they've got a decent running game, and they'll be able to put something together on a Kansas City defense It's looked really poor. It's, or is it just going to be a run fest, and we're going to watch Kansas City turn the ball over and the Giants not be able to score, and it's like just this awful Thursday night football-style game. I don't know. It was really hard for me to try to figure out how this game was going to go. Yeah, Patrick says, I said the same thing about the Chiefs last week. Well, it's got to pop. They're going to they're gonna pop. This offense is not broken. There are a lot of things. There are a lot of things that can go right for this offense and not many things that can go wrong. The turnover turnover luck regression probably kicks in here. They score 35. We get this over easy. That's what I'm feeling. And let's go uh, bet first touchdown scores because outside of my over, 
hopefully this caches within the first oh i don't know five seconds that would be great for an over but uh five five pack tonight nothing small nothing down in the 10 12 to one starting right at 18. Chiefs games are are tough. You've got Tyreek Hill, you've got Travis Kelsey, you know, even Daryl Williams, the running back, is down there at single digits. Um, the shortest number I looked at was Devontae Booker. If you want to do some stuff with Devontae Booker, there's a 10 to 1 out there, which is right where I had it. I have it right at 10 to 1. If you want to take that and mix it in with some stuff, I, I don't mind that at all. Um, he really does get the lion's share of the work down at the goal line, especially with Saquon Barkley being out, but just not enough value in that number. So Unfortunately, again, got to stay away from Tyreek Hill. You know, got to stay away from Travis Kelsey, even Devontae Booker and D- Daryl Williams at the prices I'm generally seeing. Just uh, uh, no value there to be had. But as I look at some other spots, um, the third leader in targets inside the 20, and I believe he's second in terms of targets inside the 10, is Nicole Hardman. Someone that you, I think a lot of people think of as more of a burner, someone that's generally going to score some longer touchdowns, but as getting a lot of work and a lot of targets as they get closer to the red zone. I was happy to grab him here at 18 to 1. Again, the Giants defense is generally pretty solid, but they just lack, I think, the overall talent to be able to defend Kelsey, Tyree Kill, and make sure they have Hardman covered. So I think he's going to take advantage of that. Pat Mahomes at 20 to 1. Um, this is right at the number. Don't play anything lower than 20 to 1. Um, is a pretty good rushing quarterback. I'm curious to see what he does. I mean, the Giants in general have given up touchdowns to rushing quarterbacks. Again, that defense is going to have so many other things to focus on tonight. I think we'll have a great shot at Mahomes getting a rollout or being able to sneak in. We're going to go back to the tight ends. We've got Engram here and then Rudolph you see down there at the bottom. Those are both of the Giants' tight ends. Rudolph was getting a lot of targets, especially in the red zone early in the season while Ingram was hurt. Now that Ingram is back, he's getting a lion's share of the targets, but Rudolph is still getting some work when they get close to the red zone there. He's a solid blocker, someone they like to use. Um, Andy, I'm sure you remember him as a Viking, was always yeah. a threat down the goal line to catch some touchdowns. So Ingram at 24 to 1, Rudolph at 66 to 1. You look at how susceptible the Chiefs are in general to tight end touchdowns. I think. They're both good shots, not only to score a touchdown, but of course to be first. And Danny Dimes, I mentioned him already, just a really nice opportunity. This Chiefs defense is a defense you can score on, um, and they are going to forget about him from time to time. He's going to have a chance to run this in, whether it be something short, whether it be kind of scampering in from the 10, whether it be a bootleg or something like that. Um, just really like Danny Dimes there at, at 25 to 1. I saw D. Patrick saying 25 to 1. I'd play him at 20 to 1 or better. So if you don't have the 25, there's some 24s out there. Um, you should be able to get at least 20 to 1 or better. So there's our little five pack tonight. No small numbers. We'll stick with some big ones. See if we can't catch a flyer. I'm in. I'm shaking hands with you through the. Oh, wait, that's you went the wrong. I, I always go the wrong. I've gotten good because I can see my mic over here. I know that's the only reason I know. It. Otherwise, I do it wrong the every every single time. Um, speaking of Daniel Jones, I have his projections a lot closer to 300 than 250 for passing yards, especially if we get into the game state, implied by the line that is minus 10 right now. So I'm just knocking over this cup repeatedly, making a lot of noise. I feel like an asshole. Either way, um, yeah, I, I make this like 287, 288, somewhere in there, I think, for my projection. He is 242 pass, uh, so the over on his passing yards. And then Daryl Williams, fantasy score points over. Daryl Williams is my number one guy for receivers getting targets. Daryl Williams should be getting some stuff on the ground. Daryl Williams should be getting some red zone looks. I have this a little higher as well. So over 13 and a half fantasy points. 
for my prize picks Thursday night entry, page three to one. If you would like to do a prize picks too, you can sign up with our code BBB, get yourself a $100 instant deposit match, as well as all kinds of offers they have week in and week out. Hit me up if you have questions. And with that, don't bet the Sixers. They just ruled Joel and beat out for rest for some reason. Oh, and also, uh, the, the Titans are bringing in Adrian Peterson to work out. <laughs> I joke. I made a joke, Jeff, about this earlier. Like I was kidding, guys. Like that's that not a thing a that should really have it. Yeah, I gotta go find this, Jeff. Oh boy. So, all right, we'll catch you guys. Uh, well, I won't catch you. I'm gonna be out a little bit for vacation this week. So Matt and Dan will step in in my stead. Bear will still be here Friday. Probably have some pretty good shows because I won't be here mucking it up with my cup this week. See you guys.